Stall It with Darren and Joe, a Go Loud original podcast, proudly supported by Smithix. Try a pint of Smithix and experience the indescribable deliciousness for yourself. Enjoy responsibly. Visit drinkaware.ie. Just stall it, look. I like to come and stall it. I'm not really in the mood. Well, come on and be and stall it. Yeah, house hatcher. I'm not a house hatcher. We'll stall it for the crack. We're gonna have a laugh. How are you? What's up? You saying that to me or the listener? I'm saying it to you and the listener. We're all together in this. As always, we're we all in this together. together. All right, relax. That was. We're only allowed to do that the odd time now. That was embarrassing. Mm. No, it wasn't. You I never really looked like Efron. I thought that. Yeah. Yeah, I actually think I looked like Zach Efron when he was 17. <laughs> no. <laughs> now. Now? Yeah. How old was he in High School Musical? Was he like He's probably really like 20 old. odd. Yeah. <laughs> Just flying the kid. It's usually how they do it in Hollywood. How old was John Travolta in Greece? In Gre- like Olivia Newton-John was 35 or something. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like... 16 <laughs> <laughs> as a whole. No he, he was, was like 20 something anyway Yeah he, he wasn't in high school anyway He was in his 20s Definitely Because yeah. Olivia Newton-John Had a few years on him Yeah yeah But yeah. she looks younger Sandy Oh Sandy Babe What the What fuck? a film though I love it yeah. I love Grease And you don't even like musicals I like musicals Not musicals Musicals <laughs> No, I'm not big into them now, in fairness, now I have to say. Just Grease. Grease is the only one I like it. Welcome to the Stala podcast. Stala is a Go Loud original podcast, proudly sponsored by who? Who are we sponsored by, Darren? I know this. Who? Smittix. Oh, yeah. They're a sound bunch, aren't they? Oh, they are. They were a lovely you. point. It's a lovely drink. Visit where? Visit drinkaware.ie for more about responsible drinking. Visit where? Visit drinkaware. That's a new slogan. Hello, Lovely people, welcome to episode 64 of Stall It. Episode 64. 64, what a year. I hope you ha- have them uh, straight hard hitting facts. Oh my God, what a year. Jeez, what happened? Uh, uh, is this off the top of your head? This off the top of my head. I it's def- just mad, I do so not good. have this written down. This is just off the top of my head because 64 is such a significant year for me. You were born. Cassius Clay beat Sonny Liston to become the new heavyweight champion in a big upset. For the Ooh. first time, they fought each other twice and that was the first time and he knocked him out. And Sonny Liston was a beast. Like, mm-hmm. Cassius Clay, he wasn't caught Muhammad Ali at the time. Cassius Clay was 8-1 to one to, 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 to win. An underdog. Big underdog. Like, that was a big upset. Big, big upset. He was battering him and then mm-hmm. Sonny gave up in the seventh round. Have me. enough. If my memory serves me correctly. He had enough. He did. And then they had a rematch uh, a year later and Clay knocked him out in the first round. Solidifying his legendary status. As. As. As the, the greatest of all time. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, Mike Tyson. You think Mike Tyson... Do you think Mike Tyson would be Muhammad Ali both in that prime? No. You think Muhammad yes. Ali... Would? No, yes. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's a, a split decision. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Two different fighters, like, you know that. 
the art Mike Tyson fighters. was a dog and then Muhammad Ali was like a a pleasant little showman a pleasant little showman big showman pleasant big showman <laughs> he was a monster man I know but he's just so like pleasant and how he fought <laughs> that was a pleasant knockout <laughs> like he gently places them on the floor float like a butterfly sting like a bee do you remember that? He knocks what did off. he say about the light switch? Yeah, he knocks off his light switch and he's in bed before it gets dark. Spoofer. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever try that? Every night. I'm still, still together. Imagine oh. actually, imagine you got it, you just go, ooh! <laughs> <laughs> ooh! <laughs> ooh. <laughs> oh, Amy, ooh! <laughs> did you see that? What the deal now, ooh! <laughs> I have an LED light, so it kind of takes a while to knock off, so I can kind of do it. Yeah, but it has to be like a... Just a switch. Instant. Instant switch. Not none of that. Demo shit. How's it doing? <laughs> Demo. Elastic arms. Stick it on a timer. Just use a clapper. Clap your hands. <laughs> <laughs> he could afford it. It's worth a few quid. In 1964, Sidney Poitier becomes the first black actor to win an Oscar. For what film? Um, Lilies of the Field. He played Homer Smith. And then he died this year. Oh, in January. Really? Yeah. Uh, he was 94 years old. Some age, that. Sydney, but it's, it's, it's same age as me, Granny. Is your Granny 94? Mm-hmm. Some age. My nerves would be gone. I'd be like, you wouldn't know what's going to happen next. We <sighs> could be sitting there eating a couple of biscuits, and next of all, the chase comes on, you get a fry. Bah! Bah! <laughs> 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 Stick on Netflix now. Da dum. Give her a little. a little banger. Oh, that's Da-dum. terrible. Don't, don't be talking about me, nanny, like that. Don't be talking about it like that. Don't stick. Don't stick on Netflix around your granny. Da dum. <laughs> oh no. Uh, Roll dolls. Charlie and the chocolate factory. Charlie and the Charlie chocolate and the chocolate factory was released. <laughs> the chocolate. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Why did he call the film Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Obviously, his name is Willy Wonka. The book was Charlie, yeah. The book was Charlie. Why why, why did he change these things? Why did he fuck with shit? I don't know. Do you like the film? I I do, yeah. I didn't like the remake, though. The one with Johnny Depp? They're making a new one. With Timothy... Shalamanay. Shamalaba. Shamalamanana. Nay. And it's a prequel. Oh, is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. He has to travel far and wide to find the Oompa Lumpus. <laughs> See, that's the part of the new film that I didn't like when it was like the flashbacks and he, he was like... Going to like this mad country to... Yeah, Oompa Lumpa Land. Yeah. I don't know was what, it, what it's called. But yeah, I didn't like just, that. That's just what I didn't trapped like. them. Well, that book was... Uh, that book was... Oh. Came out in... 60, in 1964. Really? Here's a good one. In 1964, the Beatles have five... Songs in the top five of the top 100 Billboard songs in so the US. One to so five one to Beatles. five was the Beatles. Hasn't and been they done since. All number one because they were already number one. They were literally competing against themselves. Imagine that. And I think it was their debut album. I, 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 Imagine having the top five slots in the charts. Can you guess what the songs were? Yellow Submarine. No. Can you guess what the songs were? Uh, we're going to bring uh, let producer it be, let it be. Own the Clone. In no no, yellow submarine. <laughs> no, this is the forest album, man. This is the oh, forest yeah, album. I don't, I don't know. Twist and shout. Twist and shout was one of them. Ding ding. That was second. That was number two. Eight days a week. No. I think that wasn't top ten though. Enter Sandman. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Teenage doorbag. <laughs> no way. Is that out that long? Jeez, they're playing that a while. Um, Just tell us there. Okay, so... No, don't tell us one more and let us guess the rest. I'll tell you number one. Was Can't Buy Me Love. June. Love. And then number two was Twist and Show. Obledi Obleda? Nope. That wasn't very popular. I think that was later again. That wasn't in the fourth album, was it? They, that's when they were getting experimental. Fucking making up songs that don't make sense. Oh, bloody, oh, blada, <laughs> life goes on, how? Nah, nah, why don't you get a job? No, that's a different that's song. That's a different song. That's a different song. It's outcast. No, not outcast. Uh, Ellie and Aaron. Aaron, Aaron is that? Ellie, are you okay? Offspring. Offspring, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, what? Okay, so Can't Buy Me Love, Twist and Show, She Loves You. She Loves You, yeah. yeah. Oh, stop singing, uh, just, just <laughs> name them. I Wanna Hold Your Hand. I Wanna. Stop. Yeah, oh, just name them. And please, please me, which I actually don't know. So those were in in 1964. They were dominating the charts. They were taking all the spaces. <laughs> it's like half the album, half the bleeding album. Here's another thing that happened in uh, 1964. Shea Guevara was interviewed on Radio Telefisheren after an unplanned stop in his homeland of Ireland. You. Shea Guevara it's, I mean uh, he has Irish lineage uh, but he was flying from Cuba to Bilbao and it was too foggy so they had to stop in Shannon for the point and RT were like get him for an interview like a little just, podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> any chance we can get Shea Guevara in just for the quick one <laughs> he said yeah <laughs> being that too that, that's mad isn't it do you know much about Shea Guevara not a thing don't, you don't even know, know who he is no I've just seen him on loads of people's t-shirts yeah who was he Who's Che Guevara? Yeah. He's a Cuban revolutionary. Okay. I thought he was like the president of Cuba or something. Kind of like that. For a period. Is he for like, people. Revolutionary. Is he like Bob Marley? Uh, no, that was a singer. Oh. Is he, <laughs> would he be like Putin? Would it be like Vladimir Putin? Mm, um, no. More like Obama. Exactly like Obama. Like President Obama. Okay, I'm with you now. Right, the All last thing I was referencing to someone, and then I'm like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> the last thing from 1964 was who was born? Who was born? Oh fuck, I didn't do who was born. I think Keanu Reeves was born. John Wick. Keanu Reeves was born in 1964. Jeffrey Bezos was born in 1964. <laughs> I was going to say Jeffrey Dahmer's. <laughs> what the fuck? Jeffrey uh, Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffrey Jeffrey, Be- Jeffrey Bezos. Um, he was born in 1964. Michelle Obama was born in 1964. Boris Johnson, the ex-Prime Minister. Fucking Fallon. Put on Sully Moses on, okay. So Michelle Obama, Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson. Keanu Reeves. What a guy. Nicest celebrity in the world. Another nice celebrity is Courtney Cox. She was also born in 1964. Sandra Bullock. 1964. That's a woman who's aged well. And she was in speed with Keanu Reeves, wasn't she? She was yeah. in speed with Keanu Reeves. They, they're born the same year. Yeah. That's just fate. <laughs> uh, Nicholas Cage. How is Nicholas Cage the same age as Sandra Bullock? Something going on. Something very strange going on there. <gasps> Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? <laughs> Matt I Dillon. get one beer. I get two beer. I get Trey Bayer. <laughs> hey, Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon. Courtney Love. She was born. 
then Lenny Kravitz It's a big year Big year Russell Crowe Fucking hell Some This is my favourite Steve Wilkos Oh yeah Yeah Steve Springer's Wilkos. right hand man Yeah <laughs> Got his own little spin off Got his own little show man, for, man. for being his bodyguard seeing, seeing so much of The other fella's work And he was like Got his own gig Another thing in 1964 was the G.I. Joe toy was invented for boys to kind of balance the Barbie phase fads. That, that, like, so what was it, 1961 when we started doing this thing? So I think, oh, 59. The Barbie started in 1959 and took off like crazy. And so to balance that, they brought out G.I. Joe. Hasbro brought out G.I. Joe. Did you ever have a G.I. Joe? Never. Wait, I it's had, actually, it's I just think action, I had man. A... Is Action Man, is G.I. Joe just the American named version of Action Man? No, G. is G.I. Joe a little tiny man, aren't they? No. Like Polly Pockets? No, big, big, like, like Action Man, the same thing. Do you remember them corpse thing? Fucking the old grey, you could get like them in Smiths and all, you'd get like tents, the little army men, you get like tents and bikes and... No, I remember the. I remember paying fifty cent and you used to get a big black bag full of the little army men. Do you remember them? The ones out of Toy Story. The ones out of Toy Story, yeah. They were useless. They were crap. You get the ones with the fucking yokes on them though. The parachutes. You throw them up in the air. Yeah, they'd be a bit of crack. And then you go and land on someone's garden. <laughs> they have to go and get. It's real funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny game. We have to go. Oh, uh, what a year nineteen sixty four was. On with the show. You know, your child gets the needles. I can't go to them. Because they're, they're getting hurt? Yeah, because they cry yeah. and they look at you like, why did you let them well, do like that? You, you brought me here <laughs> yeah. to hurt me. Oh, <laughs> like little Ollie, Ollie uh, couldn't really drink a bottle because he had a tongue tie when he was a baby. So we went to get the tongue tie cut and released. Is that like when yeah. you know, Anita's like, the little ban- up, like. the banjo was strained on the uh, four are up their tongue, like, and yeah, and so he couldn't get a good latch on the yeah. the breast or the bottle. I used to hang around with a fella, and he had a really small tongue. <laughs> it's just that that reminded me, and he's like, we'd all get cr- grey crack out saying, "Yeah, stick out your tongue and show them the size of your tongue," and it used to just come out like an inch. I was like, "Go on, stop messing!" <laughs> I'm like, "Will you stop messing? Put it out for her." Imagine him getting holy bread, thing would just fall off his tongue. <laughs> <laughs> it was like that. I wish I could show you, like, but it was like this size, like. <laughs> a little lizard tongue. Did you, ever, did you ever see that with people? <laughs> Some people with small tongues. Like, really fucking small, like. Oh my God. <laughs> it just reminded me, sorry. I had a friend uh, who could lick his, his nose. And under his chin. Like he just had a like the opposite of your friend. Yeah. Your friend could probably do with a few inches on his tongue. Oh, he'd kill for that. Up his nose, like up his nostril. Up there fucking picking out winners. I can't get that. No. I know people that can do that as well. There's fella in school as well. It's a freak show of a class. <laughs> fucking hell. You weren't in school, you weren't in the circus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he, he could do that as well, but like he had that kind of thing. Did you ever see them videos of the people that their mouth like their bottom lip goes over and it closes it looks like Predator and it's like they like that and they have no teeth or something it's like oh yeah 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 yeah. the like whole the jaw the jaw goes yeah, up yeah. and yeah. I felt like my class could do that like Ugh. but not as that extreme I felt like could do what? lick his nose yeah I felt like another fella used to turn his eyelids up 
Mm. No turn them inside out like. Yeah. Me and brother he used to just sit that. there doing and the teacher would be like fucking like trying to fucking get the class going like and teach the lessons or whatever. And he'd be just sitting there and she'd be like, Paul! <laughs> stop! <laughs> His name wasn't Paul. Fix but, your eyelids. Paul, stop doing that with your eyelids. <laughs> Sake. That's just me eyelids, miss. It was disgusting though. Yeah. I told you before I had I have a friend who can pull his bottom lip and stretch it down under his chin and his elbow the skin on his elbow like comes elastic. down like elastic proper elastic like should be in Weird. the Guinness Book of Records we should get all these people together for one big Guinness Book of Records freak a, show a freak show yeah I think yeah. they're illegal now oh <laughs> thrill to me god damn it um, not a free, what would you call it in this day and age without being cancelled I don't know a circus yeah Circuses aren't allowed to have animals anymore. When was the last time you were at a circus? I went to a circus maybe last year with Amy and one of Amy for one of Amy's friends' kids because we we had him for the day, like and uh, there was this like the posters are so deceiving, like the posters make it look like it's this epic fucking thing. You're gonna see like Spider Man. You're gonna see. Transformers and it's actually the ones from like it's like Tobey Maguire Spider Man <laughs> Optimus Prime from a fucking Hollywood blockbuster <laughs> and you get there and this Optimus Prime thing came out and took about a half an hour to go like to transform <laughs> do you know what I mean and it, it was, was just, just some bloke in a bunch of painted cornflakes boxes it was shite like it was crap <laughs> and he ate like the the wall of death and yeah. it's just like a little playground a climbing <laughs> wall or something. <laughs> it's like in Father Ted, that little uh, fair that, that was on in it. The, They're a lot um, bigger on the inside though than they look on the outside. I think that's always weird. Yeah, yeah. This was an outdoor circus though. Oh, open because, air? Open air because of COVID and you had to stay in your car. Oh. And everyone, and the fella that was like <laughs> hosting the circus was like, beep your horn! And everyone, <laughs> everyone was just beeping the horn like for Optimus Prime. That was like a fucking cereal box. Fucking <laughs> 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 Kellogg's head in them. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, was crap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How much was it? A fucking 23 euro each or something. Was it? Yeah. You, like, cause Six, that... 60 for the kid. Get in your country. It's terrible, like. And then the Spider Man comes out, does a few fucking tumbles, and then gets back behind the curtain. <laughs> fucking tragic. Anytime I went to the zoo, uh, me auntie worked on one of the stalls outside. You know the way there's loads of stalls outside the front of the zoo? You can buy like uh, shit toys. Yeah. <laughs> like the snake that you hold the end of it the tail mm. and it's all in little parts and it just kind of waggles yeah, like it's yeah, a, yeah. Um, so I'd, I'd always go there and, and try and mooch something for free we'll go up and we get something off Debbie <laughs> we'll get, mom we go up and get something off Debbie there go over to Debbie there see if you can get out and offer would you get would you give you something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's your auntie isn't it yeah it's my auntie reluctantly though the zoo is a strange place isn't it yeah like it really is yeah and any time I go the tigers are asleep Oh. They're always hiding. They're like, I want to see tigers. Yeah. I miss the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> we start, we'll be planning a stall a day out at the zoo. At the zoo? Add it to the list. We're going to the zoo. 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 They're always hiding. All the animals are hiding. 
They're like, they oh, don't want to be seen. Any of them. They don't want to be seen. Yeah. They're like, I'm fucking sick of this, mate. Yeah. I don't believe in zeals, though. They no. exist. I, I guarantee you there's, there's one in Phoenix Park. Which, <laughs> which means you don't believe in them. They're not real. <laughs> <laughs> They're a figment, figment of my imagination. That they're not real, man. When I was growing up, I always... I watched Beethoven growing up. Yeah. And they get Beethoven in a pet shop where there's a bunch of St. Bernard puppies in a window. And my idea of a pet shop is that. Oh, where you yeah, can just yeah. go into a shop that has pets. But in Ireland... It's just... It's just goldfish fields. <laughs> yeah, all, like, That's all it is. You can, it shouldn't be is, called There a pet is shop. pet shops that they do sell live animals. But not like dogs. Not mammals. They don't sell mammals. I think it's illegal to sell mammals. Does they rabbits. They sell fucking budgies. Oh, Rab- ma- yeah, rabbit type mammals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, guinea pigs. There's a place called Kinsili Pet Store. Did you ever hear that? Is it in Kinsili? Yeah. Would you believe? <laughs> and they have tarantulas. Like... And mad shit, man. Snakes, fucking <laughs> lizards. Did you sell dragons? Yeah, bearded ones. <laughs> they don't actually have beards. It's disappointing. But uh, they have all that. That's where I got me turtles. In Kinsale. Yeah, Kinsale Pet Store. Wow. I, I always wanted a, a tarantula when no, I was... No, not for me. No? Mm-mm. I'd be afraid of it. But like, I wouldn't be taking it out and holding it or anything. I always just wanted it because of Home Alone. And if, oh, I, yeah, yeah. if there was ever a burglar that came into my house, I'd you stick it on his, his face. face. No, I trying to. I, I, f- I feel like I have a small touch of arachnophobia. Oh yeah, yeah. Not too much. Like it, it depends how big it is to freak me out. Like, do you ever see them house spiders that are like the width of a fucking glass? Yeah. The legs, like, do you ever catch one in a glass and their legs are coming out of the glass? Like, <laughs> they, yeah. Now they're too much. They're too big for Ireland. I'm like that. That doesn't. That's not real. There's no way that should be in Ireland. It's that they're coming in on a load of fucking fruit. <laughs> it is, yeah, they freak me out as well. If there's a sp- is Amy the same? Is she afraid of spiders? Yeah, yeah. Is she? So if there's a big spider in the bat, who gets it? I'd get it. Like, that's why I'm saying I only have a small touch of it because it'd have to be seriously big to freak me out. But I think, like, if, if I seen a tarantula in person, I'd probably have a panic attack. Oh, yeah, a fucking tarantula. Like a proper 40 thing. A tarantula would sit down and have a point of smithic switcher. Yeah, look that. Give up that yolk, you. Little dope, you. Oh, I feel like a spider shouldn't have hair. Yeah, it should only be small. Why are you giving it all of these things to freak me out more? Yeah. Like fucking spiky hair, like a zebra colour. Yeah. Fucking little fangs, like. Yeah. Eight eyes. 20 eyes. Eight eyes, is it? Could be eight eyes, or is it eight legs? It's eight legs, yeah. 20 eyes for every leg. I reckon it has a lot more than eight, eight eyes then. This is where producer alone here now would give a little Google. So we have a producer. We cloned on. We did. It didn't go well. Uh, didn't what's go that well. cloning thing again? Cloning? Uh, the website now. Website? Remember you were saying in earlier episodes that you could clone humans through... Uh, CRISPR? CRISPR. CRISPR. Yeah. Yeah, we crisper down. Owns at the getting, yeah, they're getting crispered, man. <laughs> Crispy on. <laughs> Hello, it's me on. How you on? How clown. you on? How you on, clown? <laughs> on the clown. The clown on the clown on. with the big fat bone. <laughs> <laughs>
we might we might stay for the record that uh, Owen had his baby, so now he's off on Woo-hoo. paternity leave. And congratulations, Owen! Uh, if you're listening to this, we love you, and congratulations on your little baby. You little bouncing baby boy. Why did he say bouncing? Like, who the fuck has gone around bouncing the babies? Those people better not be. <laughs> Those people in that crash you were talking about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. But they're all head cases, though. Right, yeah. so in place we have uh, the wonderful uh, and prolific Darren Cleary. How many Darren eyes Cleary? do a spider have? Uh, I've been reliably informed they have eight eyes, but very poor vision. Uh, the spider depends more on sensitive hairs on its legs and body to mm. orient itself. I mean, like... like What's the point in giving it eight eyes? You think you'd be able to fucking see everything. I know. With eight eyes. It uses the senses, the hairs on its body, like, yeah. Are its senses for prey and stuff like that. Yeah. So, like, when a fly goes into the web, then it can, it can, then feel, it the can feel the vibration through its hairs or its body, and then it just goes. We had mice in our house. I told you this before. We had mice in our house and we got a, an exterminator in and he went all over the house and he got rid of them all and they were all dead. And uh, I was filming an ad in my house and we were up in the attic and I rarely go up into the attic. And there was no, like, the the boys were up there setting up the camera and some lights and stuff like that. And then he goes, uh, Joe? And I was like, yeah. He goes, do you, ha- do you have mice? And I was like, what? No. And uh, he found, like, one of the, the mice that obviously died when the exterminator came. And he was, like, holding the mouse. And I was like, ah, oh, get away from me. I just fucking hate the look of it, the texture of it, the crunch of it. The, oh, ah. the crunch of it? Yeah, well, if you touched them, like, that's so delicate. We talked the, about the, mice before, do you remember? And I was saying, when you can hear them scratching, and you know it's a, a mouse, like, that little scratching noise. Now that, that noise does. Ugh, fucking hell. Hey. Like, ah, bollocks. <laughs> to go and get a fucking mouse trap. Yeah. Or when you're sitting in the gaff, even when you lay the mouse traps and you're sitting in the gaff and you're just watching the telly and then yeah. all you hear is. And you're <laughs> my, my grand, I swear to God. <laughs> no, at, at least there was at least one mouse in my house every two weeks during the winter for my childhood. Oh, really? Yeah. Honestly, like, there's a. There's you a, were very uh, near the canal though Yeah there's a The canal is right at the end of my back garden Yeah But one time Which was really fucking scary I, I didn't I wasn't there now But my ma told me She was sitting down eating her dinner right Eating away Couldn't tell you what it was A chicken Kiev or something Right <laughs> I didn't even ask <laughs> <laughs> Don't be worrying about it <laughs> I know And uh, she's sitting there And something caught her eye And I was like running across the room like I was like it's fucking not a mouse she's like no a rat oh a giant fucking rat oh about 20 times the size of a mouse this thing was like yeah. a fucking cat yeah and I swear to god she had to get in like an exterminator and everything and uh, it was under like <sighs> there's like do you know the like kind of pull out drawers around like the, the kitchen there's like a sort of a board under that mm. it was behind that board and it was just going around the kickboard the kickboard yeah Jesus um, and she had to get someone out it's a big fucking huge thing oh the, was it just one though there was just one but uh, I think there was another time that there was another one and then someone came out and realised that there was a hole out out the back like that was leading burrowing down into the kitchen right so once they covered up the hole there was never a mouse or anything or a fucking giant rat again. Yeah. 
they found like when I when he got rid of all the mice, he seen that there was a hole in the side of the house. And that's obviously how they were getting into the house. Just going through. Fucking everywhere. And it always happens in the winter because they're looking for somewhere warm to it's a bit of heat. I I I don't know um, this is a genuine question. Mice breed like that and they have babies in two weeks. Are Do rats the, yeah. Oh are rats God. the same? So many of them. How long is a rat that. pregnant for? And do mice have litters? I'm not sure at all. I haven't a clue. Produce our own clone will tell us. <laughs> and mice eat the babies and all. Do they? Yeah. Fuck. Fucking disgusting. I've got some bad news here. Oh, what's it? Rats reproduce quickly, with each adult female producing an average of 40 babies per year. <gasps> Don't think you should call them babies either. That's like more than one a day. And they're people that want fucking mice as pets. They are able rats to conceive pets. again within 48 hours of giving birth. Jesus. Oh, rats are bad things. I used to hang around. Can, hang I, around. can I ask you to Google something? Yeah, yeah. What's the longest term of pregnancy for any mammal? I'm going to guess a whale. Mm, but like a, a woman is pregnant for like 10 months. Nearly it a nine? year. It's not nine months because you don't count the first month. Okay. It's a common misconception that it's nine months, but it's actually ten months. So if you don't count the first month, would it not be eight? No. We, we, we don't count the first month, so okay. we only count nine months. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We count nine months from when you missed your last period, so you're pregnant for the Witcher. the month prior, to get me? Is that a bearded dragon? So elephants have a very long gestation period, 23 months. 23 months? What's that, do, two years? Two years? Yeah, but they're big yolks. They're Did the they size have of one? Fiesta when they're born. Yeah. Did they only have one? Size of a Fiesta. Imagine giving birth to a Fiesta. Yeah, you can only give <laughs> birth to one Fiesta. <laughs> yeah, just one. They just have one baby. And th- no wonder there's only so little of them. A newborn elephant baby weighs the same as The Rock did in 1999. That's a very obscure fact. Yeah, that's a weird fact. A, new- a newborn elephant baby is 230 pounds, which The Rock was this time in 1999. It was 230 pounds? Mm-hmm. I'm 80 pounds. The Rock I'm, was like I'm, three of me. I'm fucking bigger than The Rock. I weigh more than The Rock now. That's not muscle. It's <laughs> not muscle. <laughs> <laughs> 23 months, my days. My days. I mean, human human babies are so useless. When they're born, they can't do anything for the they first, need, like, yeah. four years. Like, they don't get into it. Like, a, a horse comes out and then it's trotting around and eating grass the same day. Yeah, go on. <laughs> All right. Well, so who wants to jump on? Mad in there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Stick a saddle on me. <laughs> yeah, babies are just fucking born and then you have to do everything for them for a very long time. You can't even hold their head. Do you know why they're born? <laughs> do, do you know why babies are born so early in relation to all other mammals? It's because our brain is so big and they need to be born because the head will be too big if it stayed in any longer. Like it wouldn't be able to come out. Okay. So it, it, the brain needs to develop outside of the womb. Fucking hell. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. We're so fucking smart. Well, some of us are. <laughs> Not us. Yeah, some people are real smart. And then there's us. <laughs> I could have stayed in my mouth for another 10 months. <laughs> Why didn't you let me stay in longer? I need a bigger brain. I wanted to change the world, man. <laughs> it's all I, your looking, fault. I wanted to change the fucking world. Oh, man. <laughs> what you do that for?
Darren, my friend, what's up? Um, I was going to tell you about a time I was in work and the kettle in work was uh, was broken. So Darren, our main boss, the big boss man, is here in the place of Owen. Uh, and you know how hard I am to manage <laughs> and work as a, as a, an employee of sorts. Um, here I call out. But sorts. <laughs> 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 you don't own me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, in the place I used to work, the kettle was broken, and it was an ongoing issue for me. I was like, "You fix that kettle now! Like we're here for twelve hours a day, and you won't f- like get a new kettle, like get a new kettle." And he's like, "We'll get a new kettle when we get a new kettle. There'll be a new kettle. We don't have to give you tea. You're not entitled to tea. That's a look." And I'm like, "You little, I mean, he's right, <laughs> but what a." fucking prick arse so I emailed HR I says the kettle's broken we're here for 12 hours a day the least you can do is give us the like the capability of making a cup of tea boiling some hot water and making a cup of tea and then uh, I just didn't get a response from them I was like what in the name of Jesus is going on so then they installed one of them you know them quackers quackers that has the hot water tap Um. do you know them and then when you stick it on it just goes And it squirts hot water all over the place, man. It burnt my hand. Every time I would try to make a cup of tea, or, for one thing, it's really weird making a cup of tea from a tap. <laughs> I feel like you shouldn't... The hot water in my gaff does be boiling. And sometimes I give Amy tea with it. Do you? No, no. <laughs> you would. But you could, that. though. It's you that could. hot sometimes. It's, it's fucking scalding. Like you'd... Go ahead. A cup of tea should be made with... Boiling water, that's at 100 degrees Celsius, so it boils the cups is, of tea. Is it really at that? Yeah, 100 degrees Celsius. The so water, the hot water that comes from your tap is probably about 60 degrees Celsius. Ooh, sometimes it's 100. <laughs> it's not, then it will be boiling. It fucking feels it. Well anyway, I was in work and they just had this hot tap that was brutal. And it was kind of cloudy. There was like, okay. it's all cloudy when you put it in. Yeah. And it wasn't hot. Like lime it, scale. Yeah, kind of yeah. limey. Lime scaly. Limey. Limey. Like seven up. Right, lemon and limey. <laughs> <laughs> and to get, go ahead. And uh, it would spray all over you and it was cloudy. And he says, there, we're after putting that in. That's at the cost of us 400 euro or something. I says, that's crap. I can't make a decent cup of tea Do out of that. you know how cheap some kettles are? 20 quid. Even I'd go even awesome. less. Yeah, probably. Yeah, You'd get one of them standard white ones. Yeah, that like fucking breaking a week. Well, at least you'll have it for a week for about seven euro. So we went. So he he goes. There's nothing wrong with the water and that kettle. Like you know what I mean. In that tap, I make me tea out of it all the time. He has his own kettle in his office. Me boss he had his own kettle in his office, oh and that's God. how he was making a tea. So I says, this is absolutely ridiculous. So I started to go fund me and sent it around in an email chain. <laughs> this is so. This is how petty I am. This is how petty I am. <laughs> I started to go fund me and sent it around to everybody in the office, including HR and including me manager. Jesus. And I raised the money to get a kettle. But me HR manager says, you take that down now. Take that down now and I'll get you your bleeding kettle. <laughs> and I got me fucking kettle. Was it a good kettle? It was a grand old kettle. A boiled water. That's all I had to do. One nil, Joe. What do you think of that? I'm completely unsurprised <laughs> that you found a perceived slight and then over, overreacted. Overreacted? 
Man should be entitled to you a know, cup of tea if you're working 12 hour shifts five days a week. Look at the how far he's come from that now. Look, did, listen, listen, listen. Did they prevent you from bringing your own kettle? No, but I shouldn't have to put my hand in my pocket. That defeats the purpose. But now... I tell you, I tell you, there was a staff member, there was a staff member who also had his own little tiny kettle that he must have paid a fiver for in the pound shop. And he wouldn't let anyone else use it. Five euro in the pound shop. <laughs> that my boss had a kettle and it was just so fucking frustrating. I started to go from me Lobbed the tenor in to get it started by myself. So I could have just bought my own little tiny kettle. But uh How much did it go for me get? I don't know, it was like thirty euro. I think I said at thirty euro and I got thirty euro. And then your woman says, Delete that, take that down now, we'll get you a fucking kettle. The HR manager. Worse than all in the email. In the email, yeah. Really? Yeah. HR managers are cunts. No, we have so a lot of them are. A lot of them are. And now you have a full coffee machine in here when you come in. Now a coffee machine. You get any coffee you want. Fucking juice. juice. Freshly squeezed juice. Freshly squeezed juice. Come here. Sealed. I'm just happy in the knowledge of knowing that there's a kettle in that hellhole of a place that people are able to enjoy a cup of tea. Thanks to, you. to me. Well done. I'm uh, audibly visualising hand claps. There's loads of them there. Standing ovation. Someone clapping on the bus. What do you think of that? It's class. I wa- th- we weren't un- unionised and I wanted to start a union, but they said if we <laughs> Your had own a- union. So joke. <laughs> <laughs> I want to start my own union. Well, not my own union. Well, I suppose technically a union, but I wanted everyone to get together and say, here, yeah, uh, don't be taking the bullshit that we're taking. But everyone was- and then the boss in the old job said, if you was unionised, we're just shutting the place down. <laughs> the whole... Sh- Show was, like yeah, the whole show yeah. It's like if we can't afford whatever you are asking for, like we're paying you what we want, and you know whatever our stuff was, whatever our issues was, if they weren't able to fix it, it's because they couldn't. And if we w- revolted against it, then they'd have no other choice but to shut the the show down, which is bollocks. Is that the worst job you've ever had? It wasn't a bad job, to be honest with you. It was just really hard. Hours and it took a toll on me. No would, shift. Would they leave a few biscuits out for you? No. <laughs> they no. wouldn't get my kettle. They're not going to get many pink panthers. <laughs> pink <laughs> panthers? Oh my God. Not even the pink wafers. The little knockoff. No, the pink panthers. <laughs> Got them the other day. I'll tell you what we did. So it was a media company. And whenever they had special guests in, they got them nice um, eclairs and, and cream donuts and stuff like that. And wherever they didn't, they were sent up to us afterwards later. And we'd be like little scavengers eating half-eaten cream donuts. Thank <laughs> 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 you, thank you, thank you. So peasants. Like the people peasants. running the show behind the scenes. Yeah. I was really proud of myself. That was kind of <laughs> me sticking it to the, sticking it to the man. And now look at you, huh? And come here, how are you keeping it? Doing very well for yourself. What do you Ray, do you have do you have Ray. nothing to say on all of that? Any follow up questions? Any opinions on any of that story? It's fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> um no, I, I do have an opinion. I think your persistence um paid off for you very well. Oh thanks very much. And uh, I'm very proud of you for setting up the go for me. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't do it for charity, but you do it for the kettle. <laughs> it was charity. Charity starts at home. Yeah. Fair play. Charity starts in the workshop. Question. Our boss man wants to say something. Clone on. Who do you think you annoyed more, your colleagues or your management? 
I think I entertained me colleagues. Yeah, I think the management would be. The management was really pissed off. I mean, off. HR fucking screaming at them through an email. They just hated anyone stepping out of line. Like, just, yeah. and not even because it was just like, oh, shut up. Do you know what I mean? Like, I shut up moaning job. Remember, my boss was giving out to me in work before about something. And he was very fucking in me face, like, you know, coursing and stuff. And I just went, fuck off. Did you? Yeah. And he just went, what? Went, fuck off. And it kind of just like settled at that and then he didn't say anything over the whole day. Never got sacked or anything, but it felt great. I'll tell you another story about uh, that job, will I? Yeah. Where is it again, Money Miss? <laughs> <laughs> so in our job, you have to fill out like a form at the end of your day and it's like, uh, this is your yeah, log of everything that you've done. And mm-hmm. then you have to email her off. And for one of the days, I think I didn't email her off. And he, so he's famous for sending passive aggressive emails. And he sent me in his millionth passive aggressive email. And I got to a point where it was just like, not even fucking responding to this childish shit. So I just didn't respond to it. And literally about four weeks later, he pulls me up in the hallway where we are. And he stops me and he goes, did you see me email? Like real aggressive up, up in my face. He says, did you see me email? I says, what email? He says, the email, uh, like the email sent you four weeks ago or whatever. I was like, oh, what, the one where you're being passive aggressive? I didn't think it required a response. And then he, he grabs me, uh, he grabs me like this and he goes, you respond to my fucking email, do you hear me? And then he turns and I've never felt anger rise up through me face. You know, when you get that tingling sensation yeah. all over and he turns away and he walks away and I fought every ounce of being in me to just reach after him and grab him by the back of the head and say, come here to me, you. <laughs> say that again. <laughs> say it again. <laughs> And what are you it, fucking doing? <laughs> He's what the fucking hell I do that? <laughs> oh. <laughs> We've done uh, Christmas work in a supermarket twice on different different years, different, on different occasions. Um, I didn't like that. Just stacking shelves. Going into the like warehouse, filling up a trolley, like getting a list of things that need to go onto shelves and just going into the back room and filling up a big huge trolley and just bringing them out obviously that's how you do it for people that have never worked in retail supermarkets you know. I haven't I've never done yeah. retail and then like you just get a list on like a piece of cardboard or something that's you just got in the stock room do you know that way yeah like X 10 fucking toilet rolls or blah, and did blah, you blah. have to face off face off yeah well that's only if you were doing an, like a clothes shift that like if you say if I done the morning to six or the morning till five or something like that, you wouldn't do a face off because it's people already in there. So if the face off is for the next day. Sounds I mean? like you're gonna fight someone. Yeah. Well, the first we time do a face off face in the middle off. of hell. <laughs> so first time uh, they told me to do a face off, I was like, draw and book. And you're like, what? I was like, I thought I was gonna do like sort of a western. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was shite. Like that was really shit. Was it? Like, did you hate that? Yeah, I didn't like it at all. Especially like the, the whole superior manager thing. There was a manager there and he was loud and he was made himself known, like, do you know that way? Mm. And people used to act busy when he came around and if you if you seen you like standing out of line, he'd call you up on it and say, What are, what are you doing? What are you doing? all this and all? Yeah. And then like not only that, like the security guards in there as well. Like there was a certain security one security guard in particular who would like just be a security guard, but felt like he had ownership over the staff as well. Right. And he'd be like, uh, 
you know you're not supposed to be talking and all. Fuck off. Where, like, the security shit yard? like that. I'd say, shut up, you. And I actually went shopping, right? And this same security guard worked in a different, the same um, company, but in a different branch. And I was like, see him there? And she was like, yeah. I was like, when I worked in that supermarket, he was an absolute prick to people. And mm. there was this sense of authority about him. And he, he talked to people like they were a piece of dirt. And while we were there, I seen it happening again. What did you say? He was like behind this kind of like kiosk thing. And uh, there was a trolley in front of a door. And he pulled the staff member up saying, what do you think you're fucking doing putting, leaving that there? Do you know what I mean? Like, you're not thinking of health and safety and all this shit here. Jesus. Blah, blah, blah. And you're not really like in that face. Like, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, there you go. I just I just said it to you and he's, uh, he's done it again. Why and, does anyone care? Like, it's so weird. <sighs> but the fact that a security guard has any authority over staff members is ridiculous. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. It's not as lame and at it's all. Like, what's his life based around? Why is he acting like this? What the mm. fuck is this whole deal like? And he'd pull you up and say, uh, well, in a real, like, as again, passive-aggressive, like, you know what I mean? Just real, like, uh, you know, you're not supposed to be, uh, like, what are you, like, laughing at you and all. Like, Shut and, up, you Paul Blart. Yeah, Paul Blart, <laughs> mall cop. Shut up or I'll fucking give you a hula hoo. <laughs> a hula hoo. <laughs> I'd say you'd make a terrible manager. Me? Yeah. Yeah, they'd be like, fucking... I'd be like, stack that shelf and they'd stack it and I'd be like unstack it because it's too nice <laughs> you'd be like stack that shelf and they'd be like no and you'd be like ah, don't worry about it then I'll stack it yeah. you're too nice stack that shelf <laughs> no don't I, I can't uh, stack it because I have a pain in my back right well no bother I'll do it myself you take the day off there and uh, relax <laughs> <laughs> do you need anything if you need anything give me a call <laughs> yeah right go on talk to you darling right fucking age <laughs> you'd be walked all over <laughs> big time I, I definitely would Shall would I, I make a good manager I don't think you'd be cut out for that line of work yeah I, like I don't you don't like when people have authority over you so I don't think you'd like to give uh, people authority no to them like. I think with fucking retail management people think that they have some sort of power mm. but the reality is you're just a pawn. Do you know what I mean? The in manager the company, is just yeah. a pawn for this massive conglomerate company. Yeah. And you, like, why do you care so much? Do you know what I mean? So much they, so to a, you can care, but so much so to a point where you're pissing people off or upsetting people or being mm-hmm. a cunt. Do you know what but I mean? It's like th- this authority thing, it's just. And it comes from nowhere. This power trip, like. I worked with somebody and we were on the same level. We were on the same level. I actually started. Where, we, where I worked, I started before this fella. And we were working there for a long time. And then he became a shift leader. And a shift leader is just a buffer between every all the staff mm. and the supervisor. Mm. That's all there is. So the supervisor can go to one person instead of going to like 17 separate people. So he became a shift leader. And his whole attitude changed. He thought he was the Taoiseach of Ireland. Like, <laughs> it went to his head. Went to his head and he started coming into me and telling me how to do things and all. I'm like, man. Did you just say, sh- shut, shut up? Like? Yeah, yeah. We had it was so I many had times. That as well. We had, I had that hot flush feeling with him. Yeah. And we knew, we, like, we, ooh, we bore heads so much. <sighs> so much. It's no name for it. Like. It was so frustrating for him, though, it must have been because he wants me to do stuff and I'm just not doing it. 
but and there's you, no you repercussions. Don't have to him, like I know. Well, I, I'm so, technically, I, I, he is my superior, but but to, you're you, not. To you're to another. It, like, you're another fucking human being. When I was in the pub, fucking this uh, lounge boy started, and he was there for a little bit, and he used to like stand behind the behind the bar talking to us about like football or whatever, mm. and then he started like getting a bit like ahead of himself, and he was like. We'd go out there and collect them glasses. To me? To you? I was a barman for fucking eight years or something. <laughs> and he's and like, the lounge boy was... The way he was saying it... I like, feel like you went out and done it. You went, no. don't tell me what to do. But then he just walks out and does it anyway. I, I was like, are you messing? <laughs> but like, it was the way he done it was like a, a joking way. But like slightly serious. And he'd be like, uh, there's loads of glasses on that table. And then left it. So like, was it, yeah, like you want me to fucking get them? Yeah. Do you know the way? Yeah, yeah. You're fucking yeah. Not doing your shift as a lounge boy. Yeah. Yeah. When you start somewhere, you're supposed to pick up all the slack, do all the donkey work. Yeah. But I, I never talked to, like, when I was a lounge boy, I never talked to a barman. Like, mm. uh, the, them tables are getting dirty. <laughs> like, you had to walk around with a cloth in your hand when I started out in there, in the pub. As a lounge boy? Like, if. You had to walk around with a cloth in the hand if the if the managers and stuff were around and the owners were around. You'd have to walk around with a cloth. So you constantly have a cloth in your hand that, like, just have a cloth. Do you know that way you used to say? <laughs> just have a fucking cloth on you. Look busy. Look busy. Look you're like just you're just wiping something. fucking nothing. Yeah. Like, wiping nothing. Take your hands out of your pockets. Why? Why? You're absolutely wiping nothing. You wiped every table 20 times. <laughs> just doing laps of the place. Yeah. Hoping someone comes in and says, give us a point. <laughs> no one ever came in. <laughs> the fucking place was a ghost town. Give us a point. That's a big pub you walked in. Do you think so? Size-wise, yeah, yeah. There's a lounge and a bar and an upstairs. Do you remember the Royal Oak? That was up by uh, Glass Nevin, wasn't it? Yeah. Towards the cemetery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right at the I was cemetery. Never, I, I remember it slightly when I was a kid going by on the bus. But then I was, I was never in there. Oh, were you not? No, but I heard ah. my dad used to do karaoke in there. I've probably seen him. There was a period in time where I used to go into the Royal Oak every Sunday. As a kid? As a kid. My man, and dad, and all, all oh, the family would go. they do a carvery? they do a carvery. Uh, they'd have a really bad Bart Simpson show. Like, like if there was a man dressed up as Bart Simpson. Do the Bart man. Do oh, the Bart man. All that shit. In the pub, yeah. There was like a stage and everything. And then they done the thing as well where, uh, you know, the people that like sit in the black bags and then they use the arms as their feet. And it was like Michael Jackson, but a really, really tiny Michael Jackson. And he'd do like moonwalks oh, with yeah, his hands yeah, yeah. and stuff. You know that way? Yeah. You know that way? Uh, in a pub. In a pub. You wouldn't get that now. Uh, yeah, listen. It was great entertainment of a Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Was that a big pub? That It wasn't as big as your pub. I had a big kind of back area where all the shows were. That is mad. It was pure entertainment. I fucking loved it. You'd be done by six o'clock then. Can, can we go to the Royal Oak please, man? We go to the Royal Oak. Got demolished. My nanny used to add so many syllables into any word she could think of. There was a, there was a hotel on Talbot Street and they used to do a carvery on a Sunday and I remember it was in the I was in my nanny's house and she just calls this is so funny we all still remember it this was years ago <laughs> but the, it, the hotel's called the Ripley and she shouts up and she's like Joy 
I'm going to the Ripper Lily. <laughs> the Ripper Lily. The Ripper Lily. It's like my granddad used to do that as well with petrol. You'd like petrol, 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 going down to get a bit of petrol. <laughs> what are you saying it like that for? Sounds like someone fall, falling down the stairs. <laughs> I'm just going down to get a bit of petrol. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a Dublin thing, though, isn't it? Everyone, we always we all add syllables, unnecessary syllables, into our sentences mm. or into our words. I don't do that now. Do you know? I'll catch you doing it now and I'll say, no, ha, you do. I don't. I'm trying to think of one. I did it. I did it. I did it. Music. Music. Well, that's not really one of them. It's just it's pronunciation of words. Yeah. But look, Sha, look, it's all good, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> What did you go up to this week? Um, absolutely nothing. Did you not? I've been very quiet lately. Oh, I got a, I got a Michael Myers costume. Did you? Why? Are you dressing up for Halloween? I told you I'm having a Halloween party. Oh yeah, yeah. I bought a Michael Myers costume. Full costume. Yeah, proper yoke, and I painted it. I painted the mask what to make colour? it look like the film. Oh. Because when you get it, it's it's a mass mass produced mask, so they're all gonna look a bit effortless. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because lo- everyone, everyone is getting adult uh, Halloween yeah. masks, yeah. <laughs> you want to stand, well, out, says, you wanna stand out from the crowd, It says 18 plus on the tag, something. <laughs> <laughs> so I got that and uh, I was walking around the gaff wearing it, uh, watching, the te- <laughs> watching the telly, uh, answering the door. Breaking it in. Breaking it in, yeah. yeah you know, you have to. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, the Michael Myers mask is based off... William Shatner. Is it William Shatner, yeah? Mm. That's mad, isn't it? Why, like? I don't, I don't get that. Yeah, I never I don't understand. understood that. Like, why would you do that? I feel like there's more of a story to it. There has to be. Is it just lazy? Would they just, like, with the creators just in a shop and saying, um, mm. let's just get that mask? Why is that a William Shatner I, mask? I think... Well, maybe the mask was already made before the film. Like, there was a mask of William Shatner. I don't think it is. It doesn't even look like William Shatner. It does. The very original really does. Does it? The first film, yeah. It's Do you have been, a picture of it? It's been changed. Let me like, see. It's been changed around a lot, like. Ah, that doesn't look like William Shatner. That doesn't look like William Shatner. Would you if give you painted over? William Shatner's face completely white. Okay, that, that looks like William Shatner. Okay, he's a... That is so fucking weird. What was the reason behind using that, though? Yeah, is that any st- backstory to this? They had a very small budget and they went to a shop to buy a scary mask. Did William Shatner get paid? To not buy, no, because it's not really his likeness. It's a very, very bad likeness of him. Okay. I thought he used his, the mould of his face though. No, no, they just used a, like they literally bought it off a shelf in a shop. So, and it was already made. Oh yeah. The yeah. mask was already made. Yeah. Um, do you know the, the company, I know you know it, you know Nike? No. <laughs> so it's a clothing company. Oh, cool. Oh, I'm wearing it. <laughs> um, and you know the swoosh, the tick. When they when Nike just started out, they paid some graphic designer thirty dollars to make that. Oh my god, such an easy fucking design. It's a fucking correct mark, but it's the names over the years that's attached to the brand mm. that make it what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everything, but we should do one. Like a fucking f- t- thumbs up. 
Like Jack Wales. Their logo is it's a like duck. A duck, yeah. With a top hat and a cane. I think they're taking the piss. Yeah. They're like, come on, we just charge loads of money for a duck with a top hat and a cane and a monocle. Lacoste. <laughs> Lacoste. Crocodile. Yeah, look, little shitty crocodile. Little tiny crocodile. Like when you actually think of it, when you actually think of these logos, mm. like Adidas is just three stripes. I know. Lazy. Pure lazy. And no one can ever make sportswear with three stripes. Yeah, they own three it's stripes now. Mad, isn't it? How can you own three lions? What they own with four then? <laughs> or two? I've seen two stripes on sports gear before. Do you know what? I think the ugliest piece of clothing is. New Balance. Burberry. Yeah, that's not good. Burberry is fucking hideous. And do you remember it was trendy for a while? Burberry scarves and purses and. Yeah. All Burberry dog bags. <laughs> oh my god. finished that Jeffrey Dahmer program on Netflix is it disgusting mm, it is yeah it's fucking I think when you're watching it what makes it worse because I could watch something like that and be like ah, it's just one of them programs like you know but the fact that it's real that 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 he existed and all of them people that died were people in real life is really it, it leaves you a bit sick yeah so you know I mean it's a it's a difficult watch at times. Like it's not like it is. So some people it's, that probably listening to this don't know who Jeffrey Dahmer is. Really, you didn't, so we didn't know, yeah, because so I, I haven't just seen thought this. everyone knew about Jeffrey Dahmer. So like. give a little bit of a background on him. Um, serial killer, psychopath. <laughs> uh, like, in what way? Like, was what's just, the show about? Okay, so the show is about this chap called Jeffrey Dahmer, who was a notorious serial killer in America and he murdered 17 people like the, his youngest victim was 14 which is disgusting yeah horrific um, but it's all disgusting no matter what the age so he uh, he was murdering people and dismembering their bodies and eating them like literally eating them Jesus Fr- from the from the program see I didn't know I knew he was a serial killer, but I didn't know the whole story. Yeah. So I would have just seen clips of this chap on YouTube. Do you know what I mean? That pop up me suggestions because I'm interested in knowing about serial killers, like Ted Bundy and stuff like yeah. that. And I wouldn't have known the whole story. So this Netflix show gives you the whole background into him. And it, it, it starts off with him in his hotel room, sorry, his apartment, and one of his victims escaping. So then it goes all the way back to say, how the fuck did he end up like this? Mm. So like, his ma like left when he was young. His dad was never really there for him, for him. But like, his dad was showing him like taxidermy and stuff like that, and they were like getting roadkill and dissecting it and stuff. And he was like interested in all of that. Who was his dad? Not Jeffrey Dahmer. But I read that this story isn't even real. It was just for the oh, the okay. show. But I don't know. And he was like interested in dissecting animals and stuff like that and then he dissected like sort of like a, a small pig in school like and he got to take one home and stuff like he was like can I take one of them home and stuff <laughs> like that just that kind of weird shit like yeah so it, the real story is that he was killing animals forced like cats and dogs and stuff like that so I would have started off from that and his dad like 
kind of had like little warnings here and there and he never kind of acted on them like mm. and uh, like he tr- he started like developing like sort of like weird obsessional thoughts with like um, with having sex with males and then dismembering their body so violent sex with ma- with males yeah and uh, he said that like the, the obsessions became so so much that by chance he'd seen a hitchhiker but he always had this thing like where it was he wanted all these people to be a part of him so in order to be a part of him he ate them do you know what I mean I just don't like, it's so bizarre to think that a human being has that capability in them like I honestly I can't even hold a dead mouse I know that's what I'm saying like fucking yeah, but to be able to fucking cut somebody up and eat them what the fuck is going on in people's <laughs> heads man it's mad yeah it is it is it's mental what year was this? When it happened? Well, when was he caught? I think 93. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm wrong, but it was like <sighs> early 90s he was caught. I feel like it was so much easier ki- to get away with crimes killed, back then. Yeah, I know. He killed someone and then he didn't kill anyone else after that. His fourth person he killed didn't kill anyone else after that for like six or eight years. And then they were like, why didn't, why did you just like would you wait? What Why you did you for? wait like so long? He's like, I tried to like block it out. I didn't want to do it like, mm. but the the compulsions became too much for him. That's mental, isn't it? The compulsions about doing that sort of stuff. Yeah, but uh, but you ever go to McDonald's? You're like, I'm just gonna get a a Big Mac, and then you see the chicken nuggets, and he's like, oh, Fuck! I'll get you chicken nuggets as well. And yeah. that's that's like probably the same compulsion. Probably yeah, like <laughs> no for him yeah for him like do you know yeah. what I mean like yeah. Like air compulsions are very basic compulsions, everyday compulsions. Accept it. I think you have to be a bit of a psychopath to even be an undertaker. I, that's a job yeah, I would yeah. never, ever in a million years be able to do. No. And I think you have to be a little bit psychopathic. A friend of mine's an undertaker and he loves it. So it's a real social job. <laughs> it's a really? real social job. Yeah, like you're going around, you're chatting to people, you're helping people plan, you're trying to... Yeah, but does he do the embalming and everything? Oh, they, they all do every part of it. Uh, the, whole, uh, the whole thing of like... Yeah. He says the dressing only, them and... He says the only negative part is when you're on call because that's when you're like the morgue, you're going to crime scenes or other bad scenes. But like when you're helping an old person... Why is an undertaker involved in that process? Because the body has to get to the morgue somehow. Okay. I had I went to a I went to a counselor this week, a Did therapist. It's the first the first meeting, so it was just kind of a kind of a meeting introduction and try to explain what what's wrong with me or what I need to get help with. But one of the things that I was talking to him about was um I have a crippling anxiety when it comes to death. Like more than everyone's afraid of death. Mm. Everyone's afraid of the unknown. But it's literally, it cripples me. Is if it? I drive past, I'm fine right now. If I drive past a funeral home, I just, and I'm in the car by myself, or even if there's someone else there, my mind will go into a cycle and I'll about think about, that, yeah. I'll be like, oh, I'm going to be in there one day. And that's just a word, that's just a fact. And then I'll think of the literal one day yeah. I'm going to be it's dead. Like the, like, and I'm like, whoa, whoa. So I have a real fucking problem with he's that. He's probably saying they're associating like death and panic. Yeah. And the two of them, like it's like Anton, like, I remember going to a, a counsellor before and I was having like obsession, obsessive thoughts like about like 
why are we here? Mm. Why is this, like, what is all of this like? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. But it's shit that no one knows. But the fact that I obsessed over that with a negative and, and an instant panic. Yeah. Um, Like, set it off like a lie. The same thing with you now. And you put it into perspective of, like, you could, like, look at anything in this room, like, that fucking mug, right? And if you obsess over that long enough, you'll go into panic mode. Mm. And you'll be like, why is it, why is that, like, that shape? Who invented that? <laughs> it's weird shit, like. Yeah, no, it's mad. It's mad. But as time goes on, it, like, you kind of look back and say, what the fuck, was, where was my head at then? Well, I literally, when I get into that panic mode, I have to fucking stand up and I'm like, oh, jeez. Yeah. And like literally shake it off me. I'm like, get oh. Sometimes I pull on my clothes and I'm like, why is that clothes on me? What yeah. is clothes? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Do you know what's like, I've and fucking, then it's good to talk about this as well because I feel like loads of people that listen to this are going to relate to that. Yeah, I wonder. You know I, mean? like, I wonder, Jesus, yeah. Jesus, yeah, 100%. Talk Everyone that, like, knows that that's what happens, but it's how yeah. you perceive it in your mind. Yeah, I'd rather not know that any of that happens. Yeah, <sighs> you'd be up, we'd be all on a three way call later saying, oh, I can't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Can you sleep? No, I can't. They're draining me blood. <laughs> <laughs> it's fuck it, it is a scary, scary thing. Like, and your eyes, like, your eyes obviously sink into your eye sockets, so they put caps underneath your eyelids, like, right, so the you eyes can aren't even there. Chill out now. <laughs> Don't, don't be projecting your anxiety on me so I can get I know <laughs> I know there's so much it be, is fucking weird I know and like that's going to happen to you it's going to happen to me it's going to happen to you and I'm still not okay with it and it's it's the only thing that's guaranteed in life mm. so that's what did you Intr- go up to this week intrusive thoughts <laughs> yeah. this, this topic is called intrusive thoughts with Darren and Joe will we rename the podcast intrusive thoughts with Darren and Joe yeah <laughs> why are we going to who am I? No, we take a Why break. do I have hands? <laughs> what is? Fingers, why do they exist? Why why couldn't Why couldn't me Why couldn't me toes be on me me fingers and me fingers on me toes? Jesus. Well there you go, boys and girls. That was Starlet episode 64. What a year. What, what an episode. What an episode. Unbelievable. Did you like that? Yeah, I did. I hope you was liked it. Did you know like what it? I liked most about what it? What did you like most about it? You had your feet up on the counter the whole time. Yeah. On the table with uh, your socks out, your odd socks. Yeah. And for the people that are listening, they're blue with multicolored polka dots, and then the other one is striped, and it looks like a fucking. What's them ice creams? Fruit pastel ice cream? Yeah. A freaky foot A freaky foot That's what I was thinking of Was it? You little freaky foot They couldn't be moral opposite One of them is spots And one of them is stripes It's like mm. a game of pill I'd have a fucking <laughs> nervous breakdown If I left the house with them on Would you? Yeah <laughs> Oh Star- <laughs> Starlet is a Go Loud original podcast Proudly sponsored by Smittix Get yourself a point to Smittix Let us know what it. you think Enjoy it with a friend Enjoy it with a friend Darren, you're a friend of mine Will we enjoy a point to Smittix together? We will And what else will we do? We'll have a good chat And visit what? A good chat And we'll visit drinkaware.ie Now all about responsible drinking Sounds good Stallet with Darren and Joe, a Go Loud original podcast, proudly supported by Smithix. Try a pint of Smithix and experience the indescribable deliciousness for yourself. Enjoy responsibly. Visit drinkaware.ie.